Hello my guys, gals, and non-binary pals. What is popping today? <laughs> um, I know that's not my normal intro and what I say, but today is not a normal episode. This is a kind of bonus episode. Um, and today I'm just going to be answering a couple questions, giving advice, and just kind of like outlining some definitions for you. So let's first just start off with a couple questions um these are for my friends i'm i probably won't answer all of them because i don't actually have the sheet where they're all written down with me so i'm just gonna remember what they asked so here we go so one question was uh, how are you i'm doing good today um not much to say on that um I've had a relatively calm day today, um, not a lot of interesting stuff has gone on this week, um, but yeah, <laughs> relatively good, so thank you for that. Um, I got another question asking kind of how I wake up in the morning, because I get up about six o'clock. Um, my best advice is to just set a bunch of alarms until like they'll really annoy you but like set about half an hour's worth of alarms so say you want to wake up at seven set alarms from 6 30 and also set some alarms for about like up to 7 30 as well just in case because I've had it before I've skipped my really early alarms and I've been like oh yeah I'll just sleep for another 10 minutes but I didn't have anything after um like that's that six o'clock mark that would wake me up so I ended up um not waking up until 10 minutes before I had to leave um and that was not a fun experience so set lots of alarms (laughs) um I think what else did we have um i'm just going to answer a couple questions i just think would be relatively frequently asked um i um my pronouns are um she they in case anyone was wondering so that means so i'm just going to use it in a sentence just in case because i know that they pronouns are quite hard to some people to use so say like you want to talk about me going to a shop they'd say she is going to a shop they're going to buy some sweets or they should be very proud of um themselves for example um so yeah that's how like you use them um i don't mind just being referenced as they um i find it quite a comfy pronoun to use um but I absolutely I'm not picky if you used um she instead like I'm not against she or they pronouns but I just don't really like he um it's not the worst thing if you ever call me he but I don't know I just gives me a bit of the ick um else oh my identity I identify as queer um as for the title of my podcast um i'm just gonna like outlay kind of my like attraction so i'd say i'm like 
I'm gonna do it in like every like gender like out of a hundred so girls like a hundred percent love them boys probably like if I had to rate it I'd say about six percent like there might be like one boy that I'm like he's attractive but I'd never date him like on a specific day like say I'm listening to Taylor Swift it might be up to like 10 percent but it never kind of reaches over like that 10 percent mark so I kind of never want to date a boy I could be like he's attractive um non-binary people 100 percent love them um gender fluid people again 100 percent love them um so yeah that's my like how I describe my sexuality so I've I've had a lot of people um say that I should probably just identify as bio pan so it's a bit easier but if I want to choose a bit more of a stereotypical label I would not go for that I'd probably go for sapphic instead or gay just because those make me feel a lot happier because I don't think I would describe myself as pan or bi anyway um let me think favorite food my favorite food probably is hmm I think hard about this one I'd say probably something of ham in it, like, um, I think, um, honestly, I'm clueless as to what my favourite meal would be. I'd say, like, a gammon roast dinner. Oh, actually, no, I'd say paella is my favourite. It doesn't have ham in it, but it's something I really like to eat. Um, favourite colour, my favourite colour is, like, a red and that's the colour that uh, a couple well that my main wall my bedroom is painted um I think rather questions I'm just gonna start with like the advice section now that's just a couple questions I just wanted to answer I might think of some more as we go along but um those are what I can think of for now so advice um I'm going to set down some definitions first, Um, because that was also a question that was asked, just words. Um, So that would be, my first definition would be uh, bi, that usually means you're attracted to two or more genders. Pan or pansexual means that you're attracted to all genders and typically you don't have a preference, but um, I don't want to be like, you definitely don't have a preference if you identify as pan. You you could fully have a preference, but it just means that stereotypically you are attracted to um, all genders. And do not say two genders. It's not correct. It's all genders because there are lots of genders. Like, <laughs> I used to be so, like, close-minded. Um that like I used to think like what do you mean there's more than two genders now I'm, now I'm just like yeah <laughs> oh also that's a question I want to answer my like personal gender identity would probably be like I don't know how to explain it but like non-binary female I think some people use um use the term demigirl I quite like that so um 
yeah, if you want, you can call me a demigirl. <laughs> or call me a demigod. No, that's a joke. Don't call me that. Um, anyway. Um, non-binary means someone who, like, doesn't identify identify with any gender and just kind of feels like in the middle um gender fluid is someone who kind of their gender fluctuates a lot so that's a couple definitions if you need them so i'm going to give some advice firstly on coming out so i'm going to give it in different categories so coming out to friends i think is usually the easiest because it can be really easily brought up in a conversation. Like, you can literally just text someone and be like, Hi, I just wanted to know that I identify as love and flower. Um, and, yeah. Or, it's just try and be as supportive as you can. I have hit a cup, sorry. So if you hear weird noises, it's me texting. Um, yeah, just try and be as supportive as you can. And I get that you might not understand everything, but just show that you love them, care for them. Um, and that's the most important thing. Okay, this section may cough strangely, but this one's for teachers. When teaching about the LGBTQ plus community, Cater it towards the LGBTQ plus members and not straight kids. Because I found this a lot in my PC lessons recently. Is that the lessons with straight people and teaching about non-straight people. Um, that it'd be like, oh, doing that isn't gay, doing that isn't gay. Like, just basically saying you're not gay, you're not gay over and over again um and this is the wrong thing to do um just try to ask an lgbtq plus student on what they'd like to see and educating on homophobia by asking people homophobic stereotypes is the wrong way to do it it just makes a breeding ground for homophobic comments if people are allowed to say slurs in your lesson you're not doing the right thing. Um, this is very directed towards um, like a certain situation that I was in where um, a boy was allowed to say the D slur in class and the teacher didn't even say anything about it. Like they didn't acknowledge it at all. In fact, they congratulated the student um, and this student is very homophobic. So I probably waited a very long time to say that. Anyway, as someone who is able to use that word and does not want to say it, I am disgusted by that. Um, let me think, what else? Just, honestly, just talk to me. <laughs> like, if you are my teacher and if you're hearing this, I think you know, <laughs> sorry, who you are. Um. Just please talk to me as I feel physically upset during your lessons and um, please you are making a breeding ground for homophobic comments.
and um, I do not very much appreciate that. Um, but that is not your fault. It is simply a fault of the education system. Is there that like people in our generation tend to be a lot more accepting of different um, identities and communities? Also, you still get like the few that just don't understand what things mean and. I think when you're coming out, you do have to prepare yourself for people who aren't ignorant, but they're just not aware of different like sexualities and stuff. Um, and that, to be honest, isn't really anyone's fault. It's more just like um, generally how society is raised. That like a lot of people just don't know what different things mean, especially if you go by. A label that is not as typically like known like say if you like um you identify as pan you're pr- you're probably most likely having to identify like what that is to a lot of people when i was off the first time i came out um to my friends and i identified as bi at the time and i had to explain that um and what that meant <laughs> but it was a, it was a time <laughs> I do not identify the word by anymore. Um, I am, of course, not against anyone who does use that term. I just found that, um, for me, different sexualities have a different tone to me. Like, in my own head, there was different, like, sexualities. I was like, love that, want to be that. And there was, like, because there was a long time that I really didn't identify the term pan as well, and I just found bi so much nicer. And like, I think that especially when trying to find your sexuality, a really important thing is sticking what's what with what's comfortable. Like, try out the label for a while with yourself before you come out to people. Like. In your head, tell yourself you are a certain label. Maybe like try it for like a week, and then if it doesn't feel right, try another label. I find that um, identifying as queer was probably one of my best decisions because it just made me feel really comfortable. Like it just made me feel like I could be whoever I wanted. But when I come out to, especially straight people who are male, I just use the term gay because it's a bit easier um for them to understand because i don't think a lot of people know what queer really means especially as it's kind of almost like a reclaimed word it used to be kind of a slur against the gay community um but now obviously (laughs) it's a sexuality and i kind of like the ambiguity of queer because it just makes me feel like I'm allowed to change my mind and I like that <laughs> I like the freedom even though I'm quite set on what I like and I feel very sapphic in like my feelings but it doesn't mean that I like, like just because I identify as sapphic doesn't mean that like I don't want to identify as queer. Queer's label that 
I really identified with. And yeah, that's just that's my little story on how like I kind of found out. Um and also if you're comfortable allow people to ask questions because at first when I came out to people that I wasn't really that close with it feels so unnatural to me um for <laughs> to answer questions and I felt uncomfortable with it um and I realized slowly that it's not <laughs> it shouldn't be a thing that I'm uncomfortable about it's just ask them asking questions about me so that they can gauge it um and yeah like so i'm just going to give some examples of questions that might be asked so how did you find out this one's quite well this one's always quite easy for me to um <laughs> no um i'll actually give you the story right now on um how I found out so I was on a school trip basically and um we're on the train and I was standing up because I don't think there are any seats and it was June the school trip well, actually no it might have been July I'm pretty sure it might have been July it was like July June time and um I bought this um LGBTQ plus pin um in Pride Month which was June, but I don't know if the school trips in June or if I just kept it on. And I had it like attached to my school uniform. And these two girls, these like the popular girls, they came up to me and asked why I was wearing it and like what I was. I'm pretty sure their question was it's like, what are you? And I'm just like, oh no, I'm just such a big ally. But in that moment, I just really wanted to say bye. But like, these girls were homophobic or in a bad decision. I don't regret my decision, but like that was the moment I knew. Like I've been questioning at the time, um, but I settled on the thought that I was still straight because I thought I just thought girls were pretty, um, and I forced myself to have a crush on a boy because everyone was telling me that like we'd be cute together. So I'm like, oh okay, I just have a crush on him then now, um. And then as soon as he rejected me, I was just like, ha gay, gay, gay. Um, after that. <laughs> well, technically I still identified as bi, um, for like two years. <laughs> no, for a year. And I was just like, no. Um, and also a big thing that you have to take into consideration when, um, you're like going through your questioning stage is do you really like someone or do you just like the idea of them um because i identified as bi just so such a long time because i was like what if there was in theory this perfect boy and he was like sweeping me off my feet like i date him <laughs> And that's, I just invalidated myself. I'm just like, what if, what if? And that what if never really, like, came a thing. And that's, I think this is compare, basically. And I'm going to list a couple ways that you can get over compare. The first thing, stop picturing this perfect person, like, this, like, 
Harry Styles of a man. Like, if you only have a crush on Harry Styles, I hate to break it to you, honey, but if he's the only man you want, you don't want men. <laughs> um, so I'd say step one is to decide whether, like, the people that you like, you actually, whether you actually are just attracted to them or whether you'd want to date them. That's a big thing. If you want to date them, a good sign if you wouldn't want to date them you just think they're pretty or attractive it's not a crush um step two if it's a fictional person your mind's just playing tricks on you it's probably not the best idea to just yeah <laughs> just rethink to yourself do i like men or do i like the idea of men step three um you don't have to take like childhood stuff into account so for example i'd had loads of crushes on boys when i was younger and i thought that was the reason why i was straight because like i've had like five boy crushes but if you look into them um i don't think they're very valid and i don't think i actually liked them but also, you don't have to invalidate your old crushes to feel valid in your sexuality. Um, and that's a big thing that I had to overcome. Uh, is that I am able to feel valid now without having to put down my past label. Like, my bi phase. It was a phase to me. Um, I hate saying like by phase because it makes me feel really homophobic like the the times that I identify as labeled by I don't shame that and I think at the time it was a perfect label for me because um I generally probably did have attractions to boys at the time that were genuine attractions I do think some of them were a bit more you know not I don't want to say not real, but like, I kind of chose to have crushed some boys. I'm like, oh, he's relatively not ugly. Like, I went on a date him, but blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, if I don't want to date him, leave him. Um, I'm sure that still is my motto, and I stand by that. Um, and... I just think generally my mindset's changed a lot because like I don't care whether I thought I was straight for like 10 years what I feel now is what I feel now and I think that's my biggest piece of advice to give like if you don't take anything away from my podcast take this away that um whatever you feel now is what you feel now and that's valid like even if you don't feel that way in the future even if that changed changes it doesn't mean it was a phase well it might have been a phase but like it doesn't mean that that experience wasn't valid it just means that's how you felt in the moment um and it's taken me a while to realize that and like it's been quite a tough like internal battle for me to be like oh was it just a phase blah 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 i just end up deciding or if i felt it it can't be a phase and that is maybe my guys, girls, non-binary pals, my advice of the day, 
and I think that can be applied to a lot of things like if you have an urge towards something it's most likely true <laughs> um, if that makes sense like if you feel a certain way strongly about something like that's how you feel and that is completely valid um anyway i've done two questions um so far so that's fun um let me see what other advice can i give um or oh, unsupportive people um and dealing with like homophobia first thing is don't take it to heart I get that a lot of this stuff can be a lot more personal, but just because people are saying things that are personal to you doesn't mean that it's an insult on you. It just means that it's they're just trying to hurt you and they're not worth it. Um, so don't take it too to heart. If, say if like those general homophobic remarks said, it doesn't mean... It isn't directed to you it's just people feeling insecure about like themselves and them projecting it and i sound like such a teacher saying that but it's not your fault trust me um and that's just generally with dealing homophobia i think a lot of it is more ignorance and i was actually talking to someone who um I just come out to them and I said I'd never come out to people really publicly because they're just so homophobic and he said that people only like that with their friends and that quite resonated with me because I think a lot of people do just pretend to be homophobic in front of their friends in order to kind of fit the social norm and it's not really always how they actually feel and let's not normalise that <laughs> um, and coming out to unsupportive people um, educate them if they don't want to be educated then cut them out if they're your parents um, and oh it's going to be a big one I'll come on to getting kicked out in a minute um, if they're your parents and you haven't gotten kicked out but they're just unsupportive um i think the best thing is give it a bit of time because it might just be they have pro they can't process it because they're born at a different time the way that they're raised is different i hate using excuses like that because like you've been through this time like you know attitudes have changed but just Give them some time, make sure to explain how you feel and educate them. But try and ease it in. Um, and that's my main advice for today um, on coming out to unsupportive people is just ease it in. Anyway, if you get kicked out for being gay, um, my first thing I want to say is I'm so sorry you had to go through that. I am lucky that I have a relatively supportive family that um, I am half out to, half kind of not out to. Um, but 
I am so sorry you've had to go through that trauma. Um, please do not um, try your hardest not to live on the streets, just for your own safety. Um, if you have a friend that you're really close with, um, try and live with them for a while until, depending on whether you're a minor or not, if you're a minor, I, um, yeah, look, try and love your friends as long as you can. Um, and if you have a job, that'd be great because eventually you can try and get somewhere. But I also think the best thing is if you've been kicked out, try and cut contact for your own safety. Um, that's my advice on that. Anyway, um, I think that was pretty much all the advice. I want to give. I might touch on more next episode. Um, I might just come with more after this. Anyway, I'm going to give the LGBTQ news from the last couple of days. Um, it's not going to be really good news or bad news. Anyway, there have been protests ahead of a hearing on the ba- on uh, Namibia gay man's trends. Oh, Namibia, sorry. Um, and basically, this is about a gay man who has um, adopted. No, one second. Are they adopted? They're not adopted though. Um, they're received as a surrogate. Um, and Namibia does not accept same-sex marriage, and activists have. Um, try to fight the government starts on this saying it is discriminatory and undermines equality especially for members of the LGBTQ community. Um, as an update for this, the ruling in this case now due to be delivered on the 19th of April meaning that um, the twin girls and their father must stay in South Africa until then. Um, there's an article on how mental illness is used as a tool against LGBTQ rights. Um, I think that was a documentary. But that's not. Sorry, if I like reading and stuff, it seems really bad. Like, if a lot of what I'm saying doesn't make sense, it's because I'm reading like the headlines off of the BBC news website. Um, so it doesn't make much sense why I'm reading certain stuff out. That's why. Um, So, a special moment as Rainbow Crossing opens at a hospital. Um, this is at Kingsmill Hospital in support of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, and there are a lot of these in London. Um, there are a lot of Rainbow Crosses. They're all over London and they make me so happy. Um, I remember once when I was in London, I came in in a rainbow dress. I felt so comfortable. Anyway, that's a kind of news section. So I just want to add a couple of final words. So coming out to friends, try and drop it as casually as you can. Explain anything that may need explaining to them. Um, but also don't feel duty to have to explain things because if you're not comfortable with explaining things, you don't have to. Just tell them that it's really hard anyway to come out and that 
some questions might make you feel uncomfortable. Um, also, um, for people who are non-LGBTQ+, I want to tell you things not to do. First, do not say, oh, I already knew, or I thought so. Because this is just really invalidating, and if you've waited really long to come out to someone, you don't want to hear how they already knew, because that just makes you feel like all your worry was just invalid. Um, I've had a lot of people do this to me. But that's not a personal issue. Anyway. Um, second piece of advice, I think. Just be respectful. Don't ask silly questions. Um, and just be patient. Because it's a big thing for people to tell you, and if they, like, are a bit reluctant afterwards about talking about it, just give them some time. Um, thirdly, doesn't mean that they're interested in you if they come out to you. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me, because you are using um, the Stonewall Foundation's lessons, which that's a gay rights charity and I'm not exactly sure how we got from um, a gay rights charity to a breeding ground of homophobia but anyway I I just find it really hard um, to sit through those kind of lessons because it's trying to challenge stereotypes by reinforcing them and yeah <laughs> I just, also, if you want to talk to your teacher about LGBTQ issues, please don't be scared about it. And I'm such a hypocrite for saying that, because I have so many teachers I need to talk to about this. Oops, sorry, that was a very loud hiccup. Um, and have not, yeah, I do not like taking responsibility for my actions. So, cause, just because I haven't told my teachers about the issues that I'm having in their lessons doesn't mean you cannot. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a very long episode, and I'd love to make a lot of episodes like this, where it's just me giving advice. And I think next week, um, on next Monday, I am going to make a, another dedicated episode to um, how I would teach about the LGBTQ plus community, because I think it's more important to focus on identity than the homophobia and like just teach people how they like teach them about compare teach them about different identities that's how you do it instead of teaching about homophobia which will just breed more homophobia teach about the good parts of the lgbtq plus community and that is my final advice to teachers and anyway lots of love my Kai Scouts and non-binary pals um goodbye <laughs>